Hey everybody, welcome to Idiot Sandwich. This week's sandwich is a Philly cheesesteak sandwich. Nothing too specific about it. Philly cheesesteak. You got the you got the you got the sliced, the thinly sliced beef. You got the uh, you got the you got the provolone cheese. Maybe you got some like yeah, you got some onions. Maybe some onions on there. You got some uh, ooh, maybe maybe some peppers. Pe- peppers even. I would put jalapenos on this sandwich personally. I'd go that. Maybe a little bit of onion. Not a lot though, and some mayo. That's my recommendation. Do do what you will. But this is uh, Idiot Sandwich. So welcome to Idiot Sandwich. Well, I've got a beaded curtain when it's still it looks like Jesus. Not much of a believer, but I dig the way it looks. So don't you try to tell me about souls and second comings. First of which of mine is filthy from all the time it took To make my own religion Crashing in my best friend's living room I tried to make eye contact with Pat the whole time he was doing that And like we were like locked for a long time And then I think he got really nervous Because his eyes were darting all over <laughs> they the place were, I was losing track of where I was I was lost in the eyes. He got lost in my eyes. Is that a song? I feel like there's a song. I'm. How could there not be a song called Lost in Your Eyes? How can there not be 50 songs called that? Is it a Lone Star song? A Lone Star? Yeah. Like a Lone Star State of Mind? No, no, no. Like the band Lone Star. They made a... Uh, like Texas? No, the, the kind of like the state. Yeah. But like it's a band. I don't know. Uh, what's, oh, uh, what's their song? What's their big song? Is it like... Mr. Mom. Oh. My front porch looking in. Yeah. I'm already there. Yeah, I don't care about this anymore. We should talk about something different. Why not? You don't like listening to one of the hottest country bands of 1992 to, to present day? Oh, yeah, they're the, one of the most prevalent bands today. Do you think so? Uh... Maybe. Yeah, I don't. Oh, really? Shit. I, I sure don't. Hmm. So, anyway. Yeah, Lone Star. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Known Star. No! No stars! Okay, got it. Um, I don't know. I don't even remember what we were talking about. But what I do know, Pat, is that uh, I think... Well, first of all, let's just go ahead and apologize because yes, uh, right because uh, we're late. We've been absent. <laughs> yeah, Pat said he was going out to get cigarettes and he never came back. <laughs> I'm not your dad. <laughs> um, but Pat, I did. You know what? I didn't bring this up to you before. What's up? But uh, I'm just gonna do it right now. We're just gonna get down and dirty. Oh boy. Into a little bit of uh, idiot sandwich podcast directional planning. Oh boy. Yeah. So, you know how we were kind of like, like, I've kind of always felt like, and I don't know if you felt this way, but I've kind of always felt like, like our podcast um, doesn't have like a thing, you know? Like, everyone's right. was like, what's your podcast about? And it's just like, well, it's just me and my friend being Idiot stupid. sandwiches. Yeah, like, it's called Idiot Sandwich, and that's like, that's the best way to explain it. Like, we're just stupid, and we'd be stupid. Um, and that's like not a good thing to say that makes people want to listen to it. No. So... Then we sort of tried to, um, 
tried to, uh, like, capitalize on the idea of we never do any research ever, and, like, we never Google anything. Mm-hmm. But I feel like that, like, because I, I listened back to a couple episodes, and we were, um, like, I was getting on to you for Googling something, because it was like, oh, that's not what we do. Like, our thing is that we don't Google. Yeah. But then I realized that's not very genuine to who we are. So whenever you and I banter and start talking about something, Oftentimes, Google does come into play. A lot. And I think the way we need to spin it rather than no research at all, spin it the way we actually do it, which is use whatever information we find to prove our own point, whether it's relevant or not. Uh, So I wrote direction, uh, the direction of the podcast, bad research. Instead of no research, it's just totally unfounded, unsighted information I'm the first website you found. <laughs> On a Google search. After Google, Google search. searching the exact thing I was looking for and finding something that repeated my question. Because, yeah, that's like what we do, right? Yeah. Anyway, so that's what Idiot Sandwich is about. We talk about many, many topics. Uh, a lot of which a lot we of don't which know a full of We, we don't deal. know very much about. Yeah. So sometimes we'll do a little bit of research, but it will be bad. So if your friends ever ask what Idiot Sandwich is about, just say, bad research. There's a lot of bad it's, research. It's a comedy podcast about bad research. Ugh. I feel good about that, don't you? I also feel pretty good about that. That sounds nice. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have uh, asked you that live on the air um, and brought it up to you for the first time just now. It's like a proposal. It sounds like I'm doing a bit, but I'm not. Like I, This I, isn't a bit. He I just notes. now looked at my notes and I was like, oh yeah, that thing. And hey, I had notes that I actually knew what they meant. So two asks, points for Brent today. When your son asks, how is the plastic foodie cooked? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pat really likes that Sully meme. <laughs> but it's very visual. So he keeps talking about it. <laughs> and you can't see it. But anyway. I'm always talking about it. Just sometimes <laughs> under my breath. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, Pat, you... Uh, Oh, we're only five minutes in. We should maybe talk about some dumb stuff some more. I don't know. What have you, like, what? I haven't seen you in a week. What is even happening? Like, All right. right. Classes started last week, and boy, oh, boy. I just want to talk for a hot second about how that's gone for me. So, this is my last semester here at MSU. Hose up. Hose up. Hose up. <laughs> and then the other one, which I'm not going to say. Yeah. Because it's back. That, that one's on the back. You that's know? on the back for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> But it's my last semester, so I got scheduled for my classes. And at the there was an issue. So my minor is a terrible minor. I enjoy studying films a lot. It is a pride and joy of my life that I've been, like, it's been so fun. And it's led to a lot of fun experiences. And honestly, having that as a minor is what led me to start dating Allison. Because we took a photography class. So now I do photography. And you guys have seen those. And my Photoshop skills. Yeah. So... It is damn near impossible to work with the film studies minor if you're majoring in TV production. Which doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. The program was started and then the university never adapted it with new programs that were coming out. So, fucking, I have to schedule classes for my minor that only are taking place during classes for my major. Yeah. Or they aren't offered in the correct semester for me to take them when I need to have them taken as recommended by my, you know, tr- progress track. Mm-hmm. And also there were two professors in that department. When I started that, there are now 
one, there is now one professor in that department. And he's also my advisor. <laughs> and he's also a lot of other film study minors uh, advisors. And also the department that it's in does not really look at the classes that they are asking us to take. I've taken, I think four film classes now and two of them straight up didn't count towards my minor. Man, so I had to go in this week. Yeah, it does suck. I'm sorry to have interrupted, but like I had to go in last week to my advisor and like fill out exception forms to make them count. And after all of this monstrosity that is worrying about this and getting my classes switched over and getting the classes that weren't towards my minor recognized as my minor, I get an email on I think uh, today is Thursday. I get an email on Wednesday morning saying you are going to be one credit hour short from graduating. <laughs> oh my God. Naturally I am beyond pissed. I go to sort this out and I'm told that I am over hours on my major. I'm on time for my hours for my minor and I have all 72 interdepartmental hours. I have to have 120 credit hours and, and somehow the math didn't add up to 120. It added up to 119. <laughs> I'm one credit hour short. So naturally, I'm pissed off and I'm like, can I do anything? And of course I can. There are half semester courses. Yeah. And I think the one that's going to happen is like an independent study where my my major department literally makes a like paper or, like, gives me an assignment for a paper that I have to write and turn it in by the end of the semester. Oh, that's easy. It's super easy. Guess what I don't get? A credit? That one. I don't get that option. I get, like, I'm going to have to do, like, business communication, uh -oh. which is fine because it'll look good, on a, like, for my degree and it'll teach me stuff. But, God damn it. <laughs> I couldn't get a one-credit-hour course from my department. And I hated it so much. Yeah, and it's it just totally sums up your entire experience with the department. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. It's so. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, that's a disaster. Your your entire college career has been a just scheduling nightmare. <laughs> oh my god. Like horror story. If you're thinking about going to college. Don't do what I did. Don't ask Pat about it. He has nothing good to say. <laughs> Only bad stuff has happened besides the minor good stuff that's happened. Well, like, like good things have come out of you being in college. Like, you've made a lot of friends, and you've learned stuff. And, like, I've but gotten like, more confident. getting that fucking degree for you, <laughs> not that it's been hard on classes. No. Your classes have been fine. You've been doing a great job. Yeah. <laughs> but the But the scheduling... And and the administrative everything going on is just the worst possible thing you could imagine. <laughs> the best part is it's like like personal wise and like you know life wise, great time so far. Collegiate wise, everything that has to do with college, scheduling has sucked. The major has been terrible. All the administrative people I've had to work with have been the worst. Even the ones whenever you were in a different major. Yeah, every time. <laughs> How did that happen to you? You had a terrible <laughs> advisor, you changed majors, you got a new advisor, and he also sucked, and then you got a minor advisor, guess what? Terrible. He's the, they're all the worst. But the best part, hold on, where am I going with this? Uh, 
The best part about all of it is still like, then I got a job on campus and that was equally terrible because I didn't trust any of my workers to do their job. That's also true. And also I worked every weekend. Yeah, so speaking of you working, have you gone back to Panera yet? Uh, I've told my managers that I'm back. Have you worked yet? No. <laughs> it's great. I love it. Oh, man. It is, I'm going to... They're... It's not going to be a problem. I'm going to go in and like be like, hey, uh, put me on the schedule, please. Mm -hmm. And if not, I have an interview this Sunday anyway. So. Where are you interviewing? I'm interviewing for the housing office again. Nice. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fine. That'll yeah, be fine. they like me in there, hopefully. I, I reckon. I don't know. I know the I know a, I know a couple people in the housing department definitely are pretty cool with me. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I could be wrong about it too. They could secretly hate me as well. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. For sure. For, for sure. sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Pat, you had a you had a you had a bit or something. I did. I did have a bit that I think would be pretty neat. Wait, what were we talking about before the podcast started? We were on some really good tangent that I wish we would have been recording. Oh, about Superman. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So like yeah, we were talking earlier about like Superman because there was a Superman comic panel where like he was between like an army and like a bunch of refugees. You learn that they are refugees in the panel. Yeah. And they go, yeah, Superman, we're just doing our jobs. These are refugee. These are illegal immigrants. And then uh, Superman just still stands there and goes, yeah, so am I. Which is neat. I like seeing you know comic book. Like, what I see as comic book heroes, you know, defending what I determine or what I think is, like, the correct thing to do yeah. in real life. And it's cool that comic book creators are thinking the same thing. But also, it's an interesting idea that Superman is an illegal alien. Yeah, so, like, we were just talking about, like, do you think Superman, Superman is an illegal immigrant? I am pretty sure he is an illegal immigrant. And I don't... Uh, I think... I think there's some gray area in that law. So, like, I'm saying basically what you could equate the Superman scenario to is, like, illegal immigrant has a baby before she enters the country. And then, like, she gets to America and she still drops the kid off at a fire station. <laughs> like, I don't know why I laughed. It's really sad. I think that's why. I think I laughed because it's really sad. Mm -hmm. And I'm just uncomfortable. Um, but, so let's say that happens. They don't know where this baby came from, right? Mm -hmm. So, and also, like, I don't know that much about Superman. How, how'd they find out that he was uh, not human? They found out he was not human oh, whenever well. he landed <laughs> on the planet in an alien spaceship. Sure, okay. The rest um, of the world found out he was not human whenever he, whenever he became Superman and publicly announced that he was from a different planet. But that's what I'm saying. How did he know? Because his, because his pod had like Kryptonian records that no, no, no. talked about no, no, his no, no, birth. No, no. I know, but like he couldn't read him. He was a baby. His parents. His parents didn't hide it from him. No. They, they, he knew all along. Maybe not all along, but like as he grew up, like he started developing his powers more. Because of Earth's Yellow Sun. Yeah. So then he like was like, hey, I'm doing some weird shit, dad. And then his dad was like, guess what? Here's your space pod. 
Space baby. <laughs> He's like, Dad, I'm like 12. Space baby. Yeah, but I'm thinking if they just found... Which David Bowie album is that from? If they just found the baby, like, I don't know. He probably has a social security number, you know? Yeah, no, they probably got him registered as their kid and got him that stuff. But they did not... They did an alien, not a human. So, like, it wasn't like you could just do that with a baby you adopted. Yeah, I think that maybe the law works a little different for aliens. Yeah, space aliens. That's what I mean. Is I don't know how it would. Like I'm pretty work. sure that I'm pretty sure they'd be like, well, you know, I don't really know. You know what I think the government would do? They would take the baby. <laughs> they would take the. They baby. would take the baby. The best part is, I was there's... gonna say, yeah, they would probably like. They would probably be like, oh yeah, there's an exception. Like you found this baby, but it came out of the sky, so I guess we could just register it, and it'll be your baby. I don't think that's what they would do. I don't either. The best I think part they would is... instantly kidnap the baby and study it. Yeah. No, here's there's a great like alternate universe thing with the Flash called Flashpoint where he saves his mom from dying, but it alters the universe so that Batman uh Bruce Wayne dies instead of his parents, so his dad becomes Batman and like um Shazam, instead of being one kid, is like all the different kids and Aquaman's at war with Wonder Woman. Superman is a baby that when he landed immediately got picked up by the mil- by the uh, by the government oh. and was like studied and kept in the ba- and oh, kept in a, a government thing. basement somewhere. So he and they he never developed under Earth's yellow sun. So he still has his abilities because he's Superman and he's still in like you know he's still an alien with these powers. He's just not like enhanced by the yellow sun. But once he gets the yellow sun. Basically, he's like a plant. Ah, so like he's still exactly without the sun. He didn't. He said grow... this is the first time I've ever truly eaten. Yeah, yeah. Without the sun, he like still grew up, but he didn't get big and strong. Mm-hmm. So when he goes out into the sunlight for the first time, his powers basically are just like fuck. He was like, "I'm Jack now." I'm Jack now, but then he gets killed later in the comic whenever he stops a nuclear warhead, and he like is way too weak to survive it because he was never exposed to the sun. He's like a weird. I'm gonna look him up. Uh, Flashpoint Superman. Yeah, but wouldn't a nuke kind of be like a lot of sun all at once? It's a lot of radiation, but it's a different kind of radiation than the yellow sun that than our yellow sun produces. Mm, bummer. Too bad they didn't make a sun bomb. Then he would have saved everyone, including himself. So this is Superman from Flashpoint. Oh, he's skinny. Yeah, he's like a he's like a wimpy like. He's a skeleton boy. He's a lank dude. It's yeah. like Nick Erickson if he decided to do this costume. Nick. <laughs> Nick Erickson, uh, a skinny boy. <laughs> we didn't say super mean stuff, did we? I I just I I uh, it was funny. I don't know. Do you think Nick listens to this? No. Uh, that's fine. Sure, no. I think Kenton does, though, and I think Kenton will send it to Nick. Yeah. Oh, man. Is Kenton going to do, like, a sweet audio bite thing with my voice? Uh, no, he's probably just going to uh, send it in a Snapchat, if I had to guess. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. So, anyway, we but talked yeah, about Superman. Superman is an illegal alien. Everyone should just remember that. So Superman would definitely support any sort of refugee I just don't think immigrant he's, argument. I just don't think he's illegal anymore, you know? He might have been given, like, the one exceptional alien thing. Oh, my gosh. In that universe, like, I guarantee there's, like, 
like the United, like the world space, like has a space policy now because of aliens. Wild. Yeah, you're probably right. Though. I'm not saying they're like you know, aliens everywhere, and like people are just publicly living amongst aliens all yeah, the time. Yeah, but now they know, and they got to think about it. So they had to create policy, and Superman's policy, they can't have the same one for all aliens. You know what the best policy is, though. Which policy? Honesty. <laughs> you said that so genuinely. If, oh my god, it was so real. Honesty. It's the best policy. Honesty. Is that a song? Do you think I could record like one of those bedtime scripts? One of those bedtime scripts? Hold on. Honesty. It's the best policy. Now close your eyes. Now open them. Look up to the stars. Now close your eyes. Don't open them again. But this time, open your mind's eye. Take a look. What's different? What do you see in there? <laughs> hey, if you're driving, be careful. <laughs> because you can fall asleep if I go much longer, huh, Pat? Nope. That's going to be very difficult for me to keep going. It's going to be very difficult for you to stay awake or fall asleep? To, to stay awake. Oh. On account of the soft, dulcet tones. You know Matthew McConaughey did one of those? I believe it. Like he, I think he has a whole series. He's probably great at it. Dude. I got at, I uh there was a there's like a 36 uh, question thing about like 36 questions to fall in love and like one of the first questions on there is if you could have any dinner guest in the world like in hit like if you could have any guest one guest in dinner like from the world who would it be and honestly my first gut answer was Matthew McConaughey there's a little ladybug on this lamp over here he's been doing laps the whole time anyway go on jerked yeah yeah that's a woman bug right there yeah yeah but um. My first gut reaction was Matthew McConaughey. But then, like, the more I thought about it, I was like, I don't know that me and Matthew McConaughey would get along for a long period of time. Yeah. So, I don't know who I would want my one guest to be. Like, I just genuinely not 100% sure. Mm-hmm. But Matthew McConaughey was my gut guess if, like, we were, like, in an elevator together. Talking about a thing. Or sure. chilling at the same train station. Sure. Or getting on different flights and just sitting across from each yeah. other. Yeah. That'd be good. I'm, I think I'd be good with most celebrities for about an elevator ride. Yeah. I don't I don't know who my dream dinner guest would be. I feel like I've said there's one celebrity that like I would want to meet before anyone else, but I can't really remember who that is right now. Um, I know that my answer whenever people ask me who my celebrity crush is, uh, is, is, uh, is Emma Stone. Oh, she's a good one. She's... She's great. I'm I'm sure she's just a wonderful person. She's got to be, right? She's got to be. Got to be. She's got to be. I don't think that like any of the um, I don't think any of the Emmas that I know that are famous, any of the famous Emmas, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, are like mean people. You don't think so? I don't think so. Emma Stone, Emma Roberts. Emma Watson has some Emma Watson. Some, some extreme ideas. Yeah. I mean not really. I, I don't know any of her ideas. Not really. Technically, she's just like, she's very feminist, which is okay. But uh, I, I, I have, I have disagreed with some of the things that she has said. Okay. This person is just disgusting. But the, I don't think she's a bad person. No. I mean, I don't know. Maybe she is. I, I have, I have, <laughs> I have no judgment call. That's where I'm gonna land with that. I have no judgment call on the the character of Emma Watson. 
Anyway, what do you got, Pat? Right, this bit. So oftentimes, I don't know if anybody else does this that's listening, but we do this thing where sometimes we say words in tandem that just like... Well, in series would be a, probably the better way to say that. In series, so like to just a couple words in a sentence, almost like a brand new sentence uh, practice, but ours is whenever we do stuff like that and just like a couple of words happen in a series, it's either brand new sentence or a band. Yeah. Those are our go-to things. It's just like two words. Oh, that's a sweet band name or dibs on that band name or what yeah, genre well, of music. Well, we sort of took it from Parks and Rec. Um, oh, is yeah. Yeah, I don't even remember what it was, but Andy Dwyer, like somebody says something, he goes, band name, I call it. Yeah, so that's pretty much where it stemmed from. Yeah, because we started out just doing that. Yeah, so like, I don't know if any of ours are necessarily better than any of the ones that Andy Dwyer comes up with on Parks and Rec, but I think we've come up with some pretty freaking good ones. Mm-hmm. Like, definitely. Mm-hmm. Like, you, me, uh, I know Allison, Michael, um... My buddy Connor mm-hmm. and Chief and Andrew a little bit. Oh, I have a whole list of band names in my phone. Oh, sick. We're about to go through some band names. Yeah. Uh, copyrighted segment. These are our band names. Yeah. We have universal dibs universal. on these band names these that belong, we are coming up with. These belong to us. These belong to us. Unless somebody had them first. Unless you want to pay me. I'll sell them all for $10 a piece. Yeah. And guess what? We're going to be assholes about it. And we are going to fight people for this. We're going to sue. We will sue so hard. For that $10. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so my list of band names starts with this one. I don't I don't remember who I said. I wish I knew the story. I wish I had more of a story behind these. Dog rules. Dog rules? Yeah. I don't know what kind of band that is, man. Neither do I, but I, I think it sounds like almost a punk band. Oh, like a no, band that would man, play with the Dead Rules. Kennedys. Dog Rules is like a different bit altogether, though. It was a bit that I had. Oh, my gosh. Well, we'll come back to Dog Rules. Dog Rules is on my list of band names. Yeah, but it was from a conversation that I had with you about, about a... Allison came up with that, I thought. Listen, I have a bit about Dog Rules, and it came up whenever I was hanging out with Cohen in the studio. Dude. Then it, I, I really hope it was you and not two people in my life talking about dog rules. That would be wild. That'd be You're crazy. You're going to check with her because I know I came up with dog rules. I hope she remembers. A couple of these are pretty good. Okay, so yeah, dog rules. That's a bit that Brent has, so we can ignore that one. <laughs> Unless, send in your genre for dog rules. Yeah, really. I don't have any ideas. Uh, Baby culture. Baby culture? K-pop. Yeah. K-pop, yeah. I, I, would anybody else listen to baby culture? <laughs> K-pop, for sure. Do they dress up like babies? Uh, yeah, but it's real tongue-in-cheek, you know? You they're, know. like, trying to look Really like tongue-in-cheek, really clever. Yeah. You can tell that they know they're being silly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Modern Dad. Honestly, like, like, pop punk. I really think pop punk. Honestly, yeah, like, go in line with uh, Real Friends or Modern Baseball. Yeah. Not Modern Baseball. They wouldn't have two bands at the same first. I don't think that that would work out. And I don't want these guys to sound like that. I mean, maybe they're, like, pop punk, but they have, like, a butt rock singer. That'd be funny. Yeah. All right. Um, champagne murder. Hmm. 
That feels post-hardcore to me. Mm-mm. Really? No, I disagree. Um, you don't see them. You don't see them I playing think with uh, Crunkosaurus Rex. I think it's just like real weird art stuff, like art house music. Okay, I can get behind that. Uh-huh. Art house music, like, like just real, real experimental stuff. Yeah. Like just like this track is just bird noises, <laughs> like that sort of shit. Is that a xylophone? <laughs> Not like a, a good xylophone. Like, is that like the, the Fisher Price xylophone in there? It was. Glad it was also that. on fire <laughs> when we were recording. First take. Because in the second take, it was fully melted. And in the third take, we no longer had a xylophone. Nor fire. The keys were melted. The only thing that was left was, was the bars that make noise. But they were charred. <laughs> so they broke immediately. And I'm not talking about they had char on them. I mean they turned into charred. <laughs> and then if you listen here, this is the sound of charred being ripped. <laughs> yeah. So what's it called? Champagne murder? Champagne murder. That's what they are. Okay. Dirty corpse. Dirty Corpse. See, I know you're thinking like metal or death. I'm actually not. I'm thinking some electronic. I'd, I'd put these in line with like, uh, what's that? I'd put these guys almost in line with, uh, what's that band that John showed us? The music video had like uh, like a strip club for animals. Oh, I do remember that. I don't remember what it was called. Uh, John, I know you can hear me. <laughs> Text me the band name because I'm not going to remember it. I, I saw John yesterday. Oh, yeah? How's John doing? He's, he's, he's doing pretty good. I could text John that question right now and not get a response. I, I, had, I, had, a, I had a great time. We talked about Persona 5, and now I want to play it. Persona 5 is pretty cool. There was a guy in high school with us that talked about Persona a lot. Yeah, apparently whenever you start playing Persona, you talk about it a lot. So That's maybe John. you don't want to start hanging out with me again. <laughs> um, anyway. But, uh, oh, yeah, Dirty Corpse. Dirty Corpse. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think... I think, like, some EDM stuff. Like, yeah. some dubstep EDM. Like, you hear this at a rave, Dirty Corpse. Exactly. All those kids are listening to Bass Nectar and Dirty Corpse. Yeah, I, yeah I'm yeah, i actually on that one. I agree. Dirty Corpse. Dirty Corpse. Dirty Corpse. Yeah. Scheme. Scheme? Yeah. I thought you said skiing. Scheme. No! Scheme. No, scheme. Scheme? S-C-H-E-M-E. Scheme. Mm, I think this is just like some lo-fi. Wow. Yeah, study music. Yeah, so it's lo-fi. Scheme. Scheme. It's something I imagine Joe Jonas would have made in his experimental period. Yeah. Yeah. Um, At least he wasn't making champagne murder. Yeah, no, that would have been a bad move for him. Did you hear the lead singer of that got arrested? He got mm-hmm. me too'd. <laughs> Look, I don't support him. I don't either. I'm glad he's in jail. No. I like I like the fact that in this fictional <laughs> universe, people got punished for shit they did. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I love that. I love that. <laughs> I love that they actually arrest white guys for things in this great, universe right? that we've created. Oh, oh man, so what a fictional what universe. A, what a silly fiction. <laughs> <laughs> Who would believe that would happen? Ah, it could never happen. White dudes never go to jail. Anyway. Vigor trigger. 
They play with they play with the Eagles of death metal. No, Pat. I think what? I think they're like some smooth seventies like. Oh, playing with Blue Sweden shit like that. Like like some saxophone. Like there's saxophone in every single song, man. And you know what you do to this? What's the band called? Vigor Trigger. Vigor Trigger, yeah. You know what you do when you listen to Vigor Trigger? <laughs> you jerk off. No, you can get it on. Oh, nice. Yeah. Woo! I think so. Hey. What do you think? Hey, baby, want to pop up in some Shasta and listen to Vigor Trigger? <laughs> Shasta? I don't drink. That was the most romantic thing you can think of? It was the most romantic thing I could afford. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> it was the most romantic thing I could afford. Wow, that was a good joke. All right. So we've decided on Vigor Trigger. Crack over your Shasta. Sit down next to your lady. Put the double straw in there because you could only afford one Shasta. <laughs> one Shasta. Anyway. Oh, that reminds me. I saw like a Valentine's Day meme the other day and it was like a straw and it had a heart and then the heart split it off into two straws, right? So it's like really cute. You could put it in a drink and then it split off into two straws and you could share it with your sweetie. Uh-huh. Okay. But then it said, so this is like the Valentine's Day for a couple. And then it said Valentine's Day for a single. And it was flipped upside down and put into a Red Bull and like a, a, a bottle of Crown or something. A Red Bull and a bottle of Crown. And then, so there was one straw coming out of the top. So basically that meant if you drank out of the one straw, you were drinking the Red Bull and the Crown <laughs> together. Aww. So that's the single version, you know? That's so nice. No. Oh. It's sad. <laughs> You're binge drinking on Valentine's Day. <laughs> with with the Valentine's Not Day straw that's meant for sharing. And you're drinking alcohol and energy drink by yourself. Pat, that is not all. <laughs> oh. Anyway, what's the next band name? Volcano Shrubbery. Wow. Wow. Allison, shh, Allison, where did this one come shh, from? I just want to say it again. I just want to sit. A second volcano shrubbery no stronger than that volcano shrubbery yeah let's just sit in it just admire volcano shrubbery man that's a good one that's a good one i don't know i don't know what kind of band it is though shrubbery is what's throwing me off mm-hmm. volcano shrubbery What do you think? Volcano shrubbery. Uh, I felt a lot of pressure to like answer front these. Front bottoms. Yeah. yeah. Something closer to Andrew yeah. Jackson Jihad. Yeah, like a like a. Don't listen to Andrew Jackson Jihad. Like a. Uh, what's his name? Who? The guy who does the thing about the scones. What's his name? Oh, yeah, Hobo Johnson. Hobo Johnson, yeah. He played with Volcano Shrubbery. Volcano Shrubbery. Yeah, I agree with you. I So I felt kind of bad because, like, I felt a lot of pressure when you brought this bit up to me to actually answer because usually whenever we do this, 
like we do this bit in our day-to-day lives, right? Yes. We're like, what kind of band is that? I'm oh. never good at deciding what kind of band it is, so I felt a lot of pressure to answer them, and then I realized Pat hadn't answered any of them, so I was like, I can give this one to Pat, because I oh, can't yeah. think of anything. 100%. <laughs> but Volcano Shrubbery, very good series of words. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can, We came up with this one today, uh, Dings and Dents. Dings and Dents. Yeah. I don't think that sounds like a band name. I think that sounds like an auto parts store. Yeah, I know, but it's a band. I don't know. They're a freaking garage band. They're never going to make it anywhere. True. It's a terrible band name. The no, no, nobody would sign them. What about the Dings and the Dents? No. That's more of an album by the City in Color. Yeah. Still no. Yeah. Bad band. All right. And then the... Not a, like a fine band name, but like, you know, it's not a good band name. What? I think, but uh, it could, I think it could be a band name, and I just think that they would suck. Ah, gotcha. What do you think about Dings and Dents? I don't know. The Dings and the Dents sounded better than Dings and Dents. But what kind of band do you think that is? Because I still think it sucks. I think it sounds like almost like a modern 50s swing sound. Yeah, I kind of was... I probably would have headed that direction as well. Mm-hmm. But I, I instead think that it's a bunch of, like... Like, 65-year-old men in their garage who are still trying to make it, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, if it were a good band, I think you're right. Yeah, if it were a good band, not if it's not a good band. But I don't think it is. Yeah. Uh, and then the last uh, band name that I have is uh, The Membrane Inside. The Membrane Inside. Yeah, someone was talking about eggs on uh, Ugly, or In the Mind of a Chef, not Ugly Delicious. The membrane Inside. You know, I think that kind of sounds more like an album name, too. What do you think? I think it sounds like an album name more than a band name. I, yeah, I'll agree with that. But what kind of album? Dude, it's like, it's like <laughs> Animals as Leaders, Rings of Saturn. Oh, like, yeah. Like Some math rock. instrumental shit. Math rock, like just stupid, <laughs> stupid skills that nobody ever needed to have, but for some reason they have them kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, the I membrane like inside, yeah. I think so. <gasps> we did it. So, we did all yours. I have... And a... I also have one that I think was the title of, like, a poetry book that I think would be pretty cool. <laughs> uh, Playing Bridge While the Duke Dies. That's a good series of words. Either that or it's, like, a collection of short stories. Yeah. Yeah, so those are my band names and those are the genres we came up with. And honestly, I'm pretty cool with all of them. Dude, these are... These are... Mine are dating back to, like... Like three years ago, I've been compiling this list. Shit, dude. Nice. I mean, and, and it's not super long, but. I thought of another one watching Asher sleep. <laughs> That's a weird one. <laughs> I know. I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> I don't want to talk about that There's one. There's no, like, joke there. It literally just came to mind. I was like, Asher would be, like, a good, like, I feel like it's a good name for. To go on a band? To go on a band. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that one. <laughs> uh. Okay, so the first one on here is Forced Resignation. I really like that name. There's a lot of names on here that I don't like, but I really like this one. Mm -hmm. Forced Resignation. What do you think? Forced Resignation. Yeah. I feel two directions. I either feel the heavier side of punk or, like, pop punk. And I also feel like, you know, Forced Resignation. Oh, God. Like, almost like a simple plan type. Yeah. Sound. Yeah, I think I think heavy punk as yeah. well. 
Like almost screaming, but not quite. Like just really in your face. Yeah. Um, like into it. Like uh, story so far. Like rage or something. Yeah. Um, the next one is called. Uh, I don't even want to say that one. That was not my idea. I don't. Like it. <laughs> what? Come on. <laughs> wah wah, etc. Is that the next one that you came up with? No, I didn't. Come oh, up that's that. the shitty one. Yeah, I didn't like it. I was about to call it the shitty one. I thought it was good whenever I heard it, but I didn't. I was not told to put it on my list. So. Wah wah, etc. We don't need to talk about it. That's fine. Okay, so this one this one has two versions, so we can pick the better version. Heisting Hester or Hester Tower Heist. Heister Hester? Heisting Hester. Heisting Hester. Oh, shit! I remember the joke. I remember the remember story the behind that. Yeah. Shit, dude. Or the I mean, Hester... that wasn't really a story. It was just a conversation. Like, we were just talking. Was it about the banner? Maybe. I don't remember what we were talking about. Yeah. I just remember it was like a conversation. We were like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then the Hester Tower heist. Mm-hmm. The Hester Tower heist. No, it's like Hester Tower, and it's the heist of it, you know? Yeah, no, The no, Hester no. Tower heist. Not Hester Tower heist. No. No, that's no good. Right. I like Hester, Hester Tower, Tower heist better. I also like it better. What kind of band do you think Hester Tower heist is? Ah, oh, God. Hester Tower Heist. The Hester Tower Heist. That's a tough one, man. I think it's like... I don't know, like alt-rock. I would say so. Yeah. Like, definitely some definitely some alt-rock. Maybe, maybe even on the lighter side, alt-rock. Yeah, for sure. Almost poppy. But Almost. not quite. But not quite. Just enough distortion. Just a skosh. Uh, the next one is the two link chain. The two link chain. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds sad. You think so? I think that sounds like a sad band. I think it sounds like a sad duo. Ooh. Two link. Two link chain, and they're both named Link. No, they oh. don't have to be. I mean, that would be pretty cool, but I don't think that'd, that'd be pretty. Cool. That's a little too on the nose, in my opinion. Just a skosh. But uh, the next one, benches in the shade. Benches in the shade. Oh God, that feels. Benches in the shade. Why does that feel? Oh. You know that song? I think it's by the White Stripes, but it was in the. Uh, oh, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. Yes. Um. Oh, for sure. Like just that song turned into a genre. Yeah. I don't know what that is, cause like it's not. It's not the White Stripes because Ukulele, they do so yeah. much other stuff. Ukulele music. If somebody wrote it for guitar. Yeah. Or ukulele, just ukulele music. I feel like it, it feels more serious. Yeah, well, they play really sad songs on a uke. That takes some skill. No. Because some people just learn to play the ukulele and they play all their songs on that, you know? Oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. This one's really stupid, but I, I really thought it was one of the first ones on here. The Stairwell Bananas. <laughs> the stairwell bananas. <laughs> you want to hear a funny backstory on this? Actually, I do want to hear a funny backstory on it. So, my band, Little by Little. Yes. Whenever we were formed, uh, we first got together, like met each other, rehearsed a couple of times, and we were like, we need to figure out a band name. We were kind of throwing around ideas. Well, actually, we had just brought up in the group text that we needed to come up with a band name. And I had, oh yeah, that's why it's so far down on the list because. I had already been doing this band names list, and I was like, I have, I have a band names list, so mm-hmm. like, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll bring some stuff. I was like, I love coming up with band names. So, 
I walked into our dorm and I walked into the stairwell and there was a banana on the floor. That's and, I was like, and I said, stairwell bananas. And I was like, band name, done. And I sent it. I was like, hey, this is really stupid. And they barely knew me at the time. So they didn't know that I was always saying like dumb shit. <laughs> so I was like really preparing them for it. I was like, hey, this is really dumb. But like nobody else has any ideas. So here it is. The stairwell bananas. <laughs> we laughed about it. It was fine. That's awesome. The stairwell Yeah, so bananas. little by little could have been named the stairwell bananas. It would not have been as good. No, Little by Little is a great name. But I would say they sound like Little by Little. Do you think so? Yeah. All right, well, there it is. They would perform that monkey song that's on the album, uh, the, the, good, the As Good As It Gets album. Yeah. So uh, the next one is Out of Cast. Ooh. I like that. I see all their albums. That is based on a synth class that I took. Oh, Out of Cast sounds like, and, and here's, what, here's the two I'm thinking of. It's uh, it's it's like a sort of like almost Weezer esque band, uh-huh. and all of their album covers are like styled like they are cast for a film, but like background cast. <laughs> that's kind of funny. Yeah, that's a clever idea. Then the other one is like they're uh, they're like a hardcore band, and the cast is like a mold. Mm. So it's out of a cast. Interesting. Or it's a punk band. That is based around like the well, do you wanna, out of like a, a limb cast. Do you like want to know where the bone. words actually came from? Yes. So it had to do with I think um, Indian culture, like old old Indian culture, um, where their like social class was called a caste. Mm-hmm. Um, and whenever you like were, if you were like exiled or something, they would. That's where the word outcast came from. Because you were out of cast. Out of cast. There it is. So that's it. Can we spell cast with a K? Mm-hmm. Out of cast. Yeah. I, it's I, got Andre 3000 in it. I sort of just, I guess, straight up stole that, huh? No, you're good. Anyway, man. spacey verbs. That one's pretty obvious, you know? Mm-hmm. It pretty much just says it. Spacey verbs. It's just like, it's just like ambient music. Yeah. Slap tongue. Slap Tongue plays with Sum 41. Oh, you think so? Yes. Slap Tongue tours with Sum 41 and Blink-182. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Or it's Ska. You get those two options. It's Ska. Okay. That makes it's sense. It's Ska because Slap Tongue is a, uh, is a, no, no, no. No, it's a, it's a wood, it's a, it's a woodwind method. Oh, shit. Yeah. It's something For that. The trumpet. Mm, <laughs> oh my God. I've never rolled my eyes harder than that. <laughs> I didn't even mean to. <laughs> Anyway, no, it's actually mostly on saxophone. Mm. I forget that's a woodwind. Do you know what a woodwind is? <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's music that gives you wood. All right, the next one's called <laughs> Cursing at Kids, and cursing is spelled with a K. <laughs> <laughs> if it weren't spelled with a K, I would have put it with Ocean's Eight Alaska. <laughs> Yep, well, it's spelled with a K, or so... Or Attila, maybe. What now? Cursing with kids. Cursing at kids. Cursing at kids. <laughs> uh, it sounds like a comedy music album. Not like it's jokey, but it's like... It's funny alt music. Yeah, I agree. Monkey sing and monkey oh. do. Like it would produce one of those yeah, songs. Th- these are these are getting into some newer ones. Dank River Valley. <laughs> Dank River Valley. Yeah, I think I wrote, <laughs> I think I wrote that the, like three weeks ago. Yeah, that's from uh, the History of the World. Oh, yeah, when yeah. When you're yeah. placed between two dank river valleys. <laughs> dank river valley. Dank river valley. What do you think? What kind of band? It's not a weed band. 
No. No. I don't know, I think man. it's another Weezer. I think it would be another Weezer. That sounds right. Dish Pit. That's like a garage hardcore band. Yeah. That's the one that's it's not thrash, coming out. That's the one that's not coming out of the hometown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Arizona Stagecoach. <laughs> this had to be Amberly. This had to well, be talking to me. I mean, yeah, obviously, but like, I re- I actually really like this one. I do too. It's just funny. Like, I heard Arizona and I was like, oh, Amberly is definitely associated with this one. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, that's a cool feeling. I don't even remember the conversation, but uh, Arizona Stagecoach. Arizona Stagecoach, I feel like they play with the Racketeers. Sure. I'm good with that. Yeah. Neutral Tang. Neutral Tang. Uh, my feeling is Dream Pop. Yeah. I think I'm with you. What is Neutral Tang from? I don't remember. Was it not what I said? I think it might. It must have been a conversation with you. Yeah. I can't imagine having a conversation that involved the word Neutral Tang with anyone else. <laughs> tang. All right, I've got two more. Got it. Minor gyrations. Minor gyrations. Fuck. I don't know if anyone's heard of Dirty Loops. I was thinking of Dirty Loops earlier. Yeah. That's my feeling, but like... A just, little bit more chilled. Yes. Slower, Subdued maybe. Dirty Loops. Yeah, I'm with you. Yep, 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 yep. And the last one. Oh, boy. Oh, Pat, are you ready for this? This yeah. is the stupidest one. This is not a band name. I don't know why I wrote this down. <laughs> Cracker Basket. Cracker Basket. Oh, that's a rap name. Oh! That's the guy we went to high school with. Was uh, that a good old Cracker Basket? Yeah. What's up, yo? I'm Cracker Basket here with that country rap. <laughs> yeah, you're you're right. Yep. Ugh. I'm gonna delete that one. I'm just. It's coming off the list for the first time ever. It's something's coming off the list that's never happened before. But I cannot stand for that to stay. I have two different band names or a band name, and uh, and an album title. This is definitely some kind of college band or a band that's trying to appeal to college or just like 18 to 26-year-olds. Okay. So they're, I'm going to read two of them in tandem. So the first one is Craving Pizza, Settling for Ramen. That's one name. That's a name, okay. Okay. And, or it's an album title, whichever. And then the last one is This is Adulthood, Truly. Or maybe Truly This is Adulthood. Which, are you asking which is an album name? Which one's the band name first and foremost? The first one. Craving pizza, settling for ramen? Yeah. Yeah. I don't, like, that one, I like that one a lot. It's, like, a real, like, teen pop punky, like, millennial sounding pop punky band. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And then this is adulthood, or truly this is adulthood is one of their albums. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I like that. And that was just a meme that I just literally found on. Actually, I think, I... I think that putting truly at the beginning makes that a better band name. Truly, this is adulthood. Truly, this is adulthood. I kind of want to do a game. Because, 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 like, whenever... The reason I immediately went away from that as a band name was because you put comma truly. Mm-hmm. You put this is adulthood, truly. Truly, this is adulthood is a good band name, and their album can be Craving Pizza, Settling for Ramen. Yeah, I like that. I'm good with that. I have a continuation off of this. Brent... Is this a band, a, a band name, perhaps a hardcore band is where we're going to stick, uh, or a Magic the Gathering card? Oh, boy. Toxic Deluge. Okay. Oh, that's a Magic card. It is a Magic card. Uh, Blood Artist. 
It's got to be a band. Nope. That is a Magic the Gathering card that whenever it or another creature on the battlefield dies, each opponent loses a life. And I wish and you I wouldn't do life. all this. Yeah. Anyway, I think that it's animate. Also, yeah, anime. I think it's also a band name. It could be. Let's look it up. That's, uh, that's my opinion. That's why I picked it, because I was like, it's got to be. Uh, Read the Bones. Read the Bones. That's a yeah. band name. That is... Uh, scry two, then draw two cards, you lose two life. Magic the Gathering. These are all Magic the Gathering cards. They could be. You don't know. That's why you're guessing. Okay. It's a Japanese band. I knew it. Yeah, it's a gothic band. I was right there. Oh, no, it's just called Blood. Oh, dang. So, eh. Meh. All right. Well, anyway, what's the next one? Dark Ritual. Magic card. Uh, yep, that is add three black mana to your mana I wish pool. you wouldn't tell me that. <laughs> Victimize. Magic card. Yep. Buried Alive. Magic card. It is. K. <laughs> oh, this game's really fun, Pat. <laughs> Everyone's having a good time listening to this. No one's having a good time. The Quest for Knowledge. It's time to do memes. Okay, is it really? No fucking way! It's way past time. Oh boy, everybody. Yeah. That was this one. Oh my god, this one really blew past me. I know we had a couple of good bits. Do, 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 do. I just scrolled past the cum drawer conversation. No. We're not gonna talk Leave about that it. alone. <laughs> I didn't understand it. Was... Supposed to be. That was the joke. Yeah. All right. This first one is one Brent sent me. It's a little three-panel comic. Uh, by Nate Inc. Look him up if you enjoy the art and uh, the funny. Uh, it's two people in a park, and one of them has a coffee in their hand and goes, I'm nothing without my coffee in the morning. And the other person smacks it out of their hand and whispers in their ear, You've always been nothing. You've always been nothing. <laughs> I love that one. This next one I loved so much. It's a drawing of Patrick from the episode of SpongeBob where he's uh, working for the Krusty Krab. And it's hit the backside of Patrick, and he's got a, uh, a nice butt, like a real good butt. And he's saying, no, this is Pat Thick. <laughs> Brent sent it to me, and my instant reaction was, can I start saying that now? And I said, I don't see why not. <laughs> you said, I would never tell you not to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of the most romantic things Brent's ever said to me. <laughs> That was it? That was the most romantic thing? I don't know about that. I've never I would never say that to you. It was just the most caring thing. <laughs> Today I sat next to a girl. This is another one, Brinson. The day I sat next to a girl on a bus and I watched her swipe left on me on Tinder. Ooh. <laughs> it's the oop size dial with the old man. Ooh. We usually get a sound bite of one of us going, oof. <laughs> yep. <laughs> then there's a picture of an egg. Egg, one of the most popular forms of child to eat. You literally sent that, but you sent a preceding text that just said, fuck. It is. It's the only child we're allowed to eat. <laughs> I this shouldn't is... have said allowed, huh? <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Now I can never run for president. We can eat veal. Hey, do you think that I could run for president <laughs> with everything that's on the internet? You could. Do you, you, should, you shouldn't. Do you think that it would stop me? Do you think this would be a big slowing down, like, speed bump? No. You think you don't think it I is? I really don't. You don't think any of sandwich everyone would be like, I've got questions. <laughs> They'd be like, I got questions. But they just think as social people we're idiots. <laughs> Which no. I've thought that about presidents before. Yeah. Barack Obama seemed like he'd be a chill dude to hang out with, but like Mitt Romney seemed like he'd be a stiff motherfucker that I would not want to hang out with. People would want to hang out with Brent if he was president. 
Do you remember? I want a president I can chill with. Do you remember long Ted Cruz? (laughs) (laughs) I remember Ted Cruz, the Zodiac killer. No, there was a there was a meme, and it's there was a meme too. It was long Ted Cruz, and it was just it was like on Twitter, so it looked like a normal picture of Ted Cruz like posing with someone, but then whenever you opened up the picture, his shirt just had a million buttons, and his torso kept going. It was so long. It was long Ted Cruz. Anyway, you want to do the next meme? Oh, are you looking up Long Ted? <laughs> I can't find it. It's so bad. Um, it might not have been called that. I have it on my phone, but I'd have to dig for it. I do not know. Nick Erickson, is. send me that meme. <laughs> uh, this next one, you want me to do this one? It is. Uh, it's the starter guide kit for dads who. <laughs> I don't even remember this one. I'm just going to show it to you. Uh, starter. Oh, yeah, the dads who suck each other off start with that. Well, you said it's. So... Yeah. yeah and then it's just a dad. It's a remote, a it, baseball it, it... cap, wrap around shades, a foot long chili dog, 101 dad jokes book, a sonic drink, and sneakers. It's about dads who, like, just want to hang out with the boys. Yeah. It's a dad. And then the text, the text message says, ask your mom. Like, it's fucking hilarious. Uh, then you sent me another one that said, this is the sort of shit you need to be making on Photoshop. And it was Breaking Good, a parody uh, poster for Breaking Bad with Aaron Paul and Brian Cranston in sweaters snuggling puppies. Breaking Good. Yeah. Then there's an, uh, the next one, since that one wasn't that funny, even though you sent it to me. I'm sorry, I'm looking for Long Ted. <laughs> I'm looking for Long Ted. <laughs> I'm gonna find. That's it. a cowboy. Well, here's the thing: I found the original picture that it was photoshopped from. Oh. It's this. You remember that? Does he this, is does, out of shape. Does this ring a bell now? Yes. The Long Ted. I want to see it anyways. I gotta find it. When your mom lets you push the shopping cart and it's the Stonks guy. Oh, I found it! Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, that. that? That's just old long dead. <laughs> it's a long dead. Oh, it, I rem- it's it's not it's not long Ted. The meme is called Ted Longbody Cruise. <laughs> I don't know if I like that more. Also, Ted Cruise is definitely the fake name. Long Ted. <laughs> Ted Cruz is also definitely the fake name that Tom Cruise would give somebody if he was trying. <laughs> if he was trying to like, you know, sneak into a place. I'm a Ted Cruz. Shit. Or it's like his cousin. Long Ted. <laughs> I'm Ted Cruz. Tom Cruise, my second cousin. I'm Ted Cruz, but everyone calls me Long Dead. Come to my car dealership. <laughs> this is Long Dead's Auto. This is Long Dead's Auto. These deals will last the longest they ever will. <laughs> <laughs> These deals are never going away. Because I'm Long Ted, and I'm here for as long as my body is long. <laughs> Pat, I think we're... Anyways, when your mom lets you push the shopping cart... And it's a guy with a shopping cart, but he's got the head of the guy that does stalks. Yeah. And he's just saying, Drift. Drift. <laughs> mom. And it's a text conversation between someone and their mom. And they text an emoji of a dog and a saxophone and says, Isn't that so silly? And then a caterpillar with a saxophone. And then, like, a bunch of animal <laughs> emojis, all with saxophones, and goes, They're all so talented. <laughs> 
<laughs> that was so wholesome. I love it. It's so wholesome. I kind of want to end on it. Yeah. Let's end on. Oh, but wait. What about? Yeah, no. We'll end on that. I'll because we're actually like pretty much out of time. We're out of time. Yeah. I'm glad we found Long Ted though, dude. We we found him. Let's get that bounty. <laughs> Man. You'll never catch Long Ted. <laughs> Because guess what? He's long gone. He's been long gone for a long, long time. As long time. as his torso is long. <laughs> Listen, you know what kind of car Hello, Long Ted likes to ride in? A limousine? A long, long limousine. <laughs> How does he escape so often? It's <laughs> slow as shit. You know the long, long man will get ready for the long, long Ted. Because long. he's Longer than the long, long man. Long, long man. Did you guys just witness the first? I think I think this is the first character that could be a reoccurring character on Idiot Sandwich, Pat. No one wants that. Long dead. Well, you've got you've got the CEO of Stanley Corp, and I've got Long Ted. Yeah, he can be reoccurring. No, who is that again? Oh, remember I was trying to get you to buy my billboard. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. For, the, like... for the for the for the petting nativity scene. Right? I know, but the best part is you said Stanley Gorman. I was like, what bullshit company? Oh they, no no no. What Stanley... do we produce? It's Stanley. Stanley Gorman. Tools. Oh, Stanley Tools. Yeah, Stanley Tools. Gotcha. Anyway, so you've got that character. Do you remember what he sounds like? Uh, uh, yes, he sounds He sounds like this. He sounds like fast businessman. Yeah. He's ready to make any deals and has a stable boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was it. And I got long Ted. Long Ted. Anyway, have we talked about these characters for long enough? Well, guess what? You better get used to it because these characters are coming back. Dress your kids up as long man and, and Stanley. Dress your kids up for Halloween this year as long, long Ted. Long, long Ted. And the Stanley Corp CEO. His name is probably Stanley. Probably. Who knows? I don't. I sure don't. Anyway, I gotta give a special thank you to uh, Mike White and As Good As It Gets for the use of our theme song, Living Room, off of their album, Something Old, Something New. It's really good, really fun. We love it. And I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I really like this band. Like, I keep working with them in there. They're just great. Great guys. Great music. Great times. Awesome stuff. So, uh, Pat, I guess we're doing this bit still. What's our fact about Mike White? I wanted to compile all of these, but now I don't. <laughs> Mike White is, uh, ooh, God, I had something. Mike White is, I wanted to say he was a, uh, he. Wait, I've got one. Okay. He was the first one to discover how to make a shirt big enough for long Ted. <laughs> I was going to say he was the original. Science couldn't figure it out. I was going to say he was the the original occupant of uh, Grover, or not Grover, but of, uh, who's the green Muppet on Sesame Street? Oscar the Grouch? Yeah, he was the original occupant of Oscar the Grouch's trash can. He lived there before Oscar did. Oh. when Did he move out, or did Oscar, like, shoo him away? He moved out. Mike did. Yeah, Mike moved out. And Mike then moved Oscar out. moved in. Was he a grouch before or after he lived in the trash can? Uh, after, because Mike White turned it into a real trash can. To make my own religion, sleeping in a puppet's trash can. It wasn't a puppet's trash can yet. Oh, wait, it was? It was became there a, pu a puppet trash Was can. there a puppet in there before Mike White, too? No. Well, yeah, it was a traditionally puppet 
And then, so Puppet moved out, Mike White moved in, Mike White moved out, Oscar the Grouch. Yes. Just Oscar at this time. Yes, he became the Grouch. Because he was in a trash can. Yeah. Probably. No one else complained, though. You don't hear Mike White the angry. (laughs) Yeah. So anyway, that's that's all we got for this episode. Um, thank you for listening to us talk about Long Ted for just way too long. But anyway, that's all we got. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure you tell your friends, and that's what I want you to do mostly is just tell your friends. So Tell your friends. Do, Pat, do. hit him with it. Order another idiot sandwich. <laughs>